so yeah, welcome to the show, and I assume that our vast audience is out there appreciating every second of this. It should be. Anyway, um, it's episode 200. We made it. Woo! 200. Oh, oh you have a 200 hat. I was wondering what that was on your head. <laughs> I'm not quite short enough. There we go. <laughs> right. Is that like was that like from the year 2000, and you just cut off a zero? No, it's actually uh, an added age. And I just want two of them for the extra zero. Oh, hilarious. So, <laughs> that's appreciated. It should be, because this this frill is, is actually really, really itchy. It <laughs> very red tomorrow. Where did it take me? Yeah. Any time. So, should I kick this off with a proper intro, et cetera, and do it? Let's do it. It's like, hey. Welcome, viewers and listeners, to episode 200, hard to believe, of the Nerd Stravaganza podcast. The only podcast where I show up unprepared every episode. Of it. I'm Tom. <laughs> I'm Brian. I'm Cam. Do I introduce myself? She's Allison. I'm Allison. <laughs> yes. What's up? <laughs> hey, welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's an honor to be on episode 200. You guys yeah. haven't gotten sick of each other yet. My uh, my own podcast, I think, is on episode like sixty or something like that, and I'm already like, God, how have we been doing this for so long? You know, are you doing it weekly or daily? Uh, weekly, but we did it daily over Christmas because we did the twelve days of drunksmiths. So, like, basically over break, we released a new episode every day. Well, congratulations on sixty. Uh, it's not like you're not busy with about five hundred other creative endeavors. I know. <laughs> I just got my taxes done for 2015 and it's like my poor accountant has to, you know, I have like 30 or 40 different jobs a year. So it's like dealing with all of those tax forms is not fun. I mean, I don't really want to get into the intricacies of tax, but is each one basically like its own contract? So each one has its own. Yeah, for the most part. And then every state you go to, you probably have to pay. Yeah. Return there. Yep. Yep. Sounds. You're like an NFL, or you've got NBA flavor. Yeah. So oh, really? Do they have to get kids. they get paid in, in the, at the different stadiums that they play at? Yeah, yeah. So if they go really? play somewhere else, like they have to file like almost every state. Oh wow! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, man, that's obnoxious. Cam, <laughs> do you think uh, we're going to have to end up paying taxes for all the income we're deriving in all 50 states from this podcast? I'm sure Uncle Sam would want us to, but since I am such a brilliant attorney, I will make sure we don't have to. (laughs) Thanks, Cam. It's much appreciated. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, episode 200. Happy to have Allison back to separate our bicentennial. Woo! uh, Yeah, much. Wow, it's this is the best present we ever could have hoped for. (laughs) Happy birthday, guys! Thanks. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, I just noticed that. It is a GI Joe cup, yes. That's nice. sweet. The frozen lunchbox belongs to my girlfriend, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> How old's your girlfriend? Uh, uh, <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, right, so episode 200, and I guess before we get into tonight's topic, which is us playing a little game of. What would you rather have be the case by episode, what are we doing, 300 or 400, guys? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. With our special guest, Allison, we thought that we would kick things off unusual, nerd travaganza style, with our 
week, 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 we update, but don't forget to check us out on iTunes. I didn't forget. Brian thought I was going to forget that. And with that done, uh, Brian, do you want to kick off the updates? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. The, the big news this week for me was uh, picking up comics, which doesn't sound nearly as exciting <laughs> as, uh, as it is to me. I promise it's very, very thrilling. You know, we, we talk all the time about alt covers, and uh, I, I saw an alt cover I, I could not resist today. There's a Sinestro comic, which I've never really read. Uh, I don't know, Green Lantern and his villains don't really throw me. But there is a Sinestro comic with a Grumpy Cat alt cover. No! So it's, it's like Grumpy Cat got the ring, and it just says, you know, Sinestro up top, and then on the bottom it says, like, I am fear, with his mm, very sad face. It's, it's killer. I, I recommend for, uh, for future's prosperity's sake, before they're all gone. I think those are definite collector's items. Absolutely. I, I cannot imagine a stranger crossover. Yeah, is it weird when our our like pop memes start finding them, their way into, like, you know, I feel like comics are a bit untainted in a way that they don't really get affected by our real world most of the time. Speaking of other comics I picked up today, I picked up uh, Faith number two. And that that is a comic that has a lot of internet culture in it. I'm really surprised. They, they are definitely becoming tainted or, or becoming enlightened, whatever you want to call it. It's there. Is it tainting or, or were they a safe refuge from the vulgar popular culture in your opinion, Allison, or do you think they're being enhanced? Well, I, I mean, in a, in a, it would just be weird if you're reading like a classic like Superman and then all of a sudden he's talking about like Trump and the election. You know what I mean? Like that takes you out of it a bit. Okay. But if a comic embraces our our real world from the beginning, I don't think it makes a difference. It's just weird when things from our universe start showing up in their scripted universe. Okay. Yeah. Your point is taken. Yeah. Brian, what else you been up to? Comics? Ah, uh, uh, crossovers. Actually, the only other thing I did, and, and like I said before, this isn't terribly super exciting because a lot of it is is hurry up and wait. <laughs> but I did finish, and I don't know if you can get a yep, kind of. I did finish a very nice uh, leather money clip. That was kind of my first uh, serious. You made it. Project. I, this used to be a cow. What? Put <laughs> <laughs> on. I hate its flesh. No, 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 I did make this. This, yes, yes. I, I've been dabbing in leather work lately, and uh, you know, I, like I said, like uh, I made some other junk just to practice. Like Tom wound up with a journal, but that was basically uh, like I, I dyed it a color and uh, handed it to him. <laughs> this one, much more work in this, and, and actually, I'm I'm super happy with my very clean stitching very straight stitching that that actually took a lot of work nice job thank you i'm impressed sir i'm impressed so i don't imagine you had time for anything else no no uh between undoing crooked stitches and and scrubbing black dye off my hands that was my week okay pick who goes next cam or allison cam me? All right. <laughs> Mine's easy, man. Mine's quick. Uh, I just got back from my uh, whirlwind vacation in New York City at the New York City Toy Fair. Woo! Uh, yeah, I was with Yellow Games, demoing all their 
Austin Wares, King of Tokyo, King of New York, all those good, uh, good games. Um, got deathly sick with my companion at the end of the uh, trip and spent the last day or two in the hotel. So that was no fun. But then uh, ended up coming back. And just since then, I've just been adulting, just having to dig out. I was gone for like nine, ten days. So I have to put on my big boy pants and do real work, unfortunately. Um, semi-retirement is not what it's cracked up to be, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, that's it. Yeah, just working on my game, working on regular work and corresponding with Allison, trying to <laughs> schedule this. Trying to figure out Google, Google Hangouts. I was like, oh, okay, I'll sign on to Google Hangouts. <laughs> I, I felt so bad. I was like, no, no it's fine. <laughs> How, uh, how's the game going, Cam? Are you getting all the dates or what? The game, the game is not getting me any dates, uh, and my companion would probably be upset if I did have. But uh, the, the uh, my 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 board game is going well, actually. Yes. Oh, you gotta specify. You gotta specify. <laughs> yeah, I have no, I have no game, <laughs> game whatsoever. You have to have some game if you have a if you have a companion in life. She she just like banged me over the head like a caveman. Well then. Yeah. Big game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, uh, well, you're the lawyer, but I don't think that's a big deal. <laughs> it's only illegal if you don't get that. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, that's it, man. Just, uh... All right. Allison, I hope you haven't been engaged in clubbing anybody or being clubbed. What have you been up to? No. Um, oh, gosh. Not much. I thought you guys might want to meet my dog. I knew it was going to be an animal. Hey. This is Skywalker. Wait, let me take off her oh, ridiculous collar. Um... Here, Sky. Look, she she's a lunatic. Say hi. Hello. All right. If you hear her, oh gosh, if you hear her barking throughout the podcast. That's that. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What did I do this week? I don't know. It's pilot season here in Los Angeles, so it's like just crazy auditioning and things like that, and trying to get one of the twenty six jobs I need a year. <laughs> Uh, for your account. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Man, I don't know if anything like, I mean, I saw Deadpool last weekend, which was just the best. I'm assuming you guys talked about that last week, though. No one else saw it yet. What? Yeah. What? I, I, was, I was out of town. What is wrong with you guys? Oh, man. That's You guys, come on. You're nerds. Go see Deadpool. It's so freaking good. Like three movies a year, and I managed to squeeze it. Yeah, it's just so well done. And on top of it being so well done, I loved James Gunn's response to it as well. Did you guys read that? You know, after it's like an R-rated movie that made a billion dollars, and Hollywood is convinced that R-rated movies would never do that, and this one just broke the mold. And now James Gunn came out and was like, "Now I'm scared because every I'm paraphrasing; these are not his words exactly." But uh, he was like, you know, when Guardians came out and it was such a hit, people were like, oh, people like funny comic book movies. And so then like, every studio tried to like green light some sort of rip off of Guardians. And now that Deadpool was so successful, he's like, every studio is going to be like, we need an R-rated comic comedy because that's what everyone loves. And James is like, what Hollywood doesn't understand is that the reason people like both these movies is that they were original and they were fresh and making copies of them is not going to do anyone any good. Yeah, I can see Hollywood not getting that. Yeah. Do we think Hollywood will ever get it? 
<laughs> you, tell, you tell us. You're I, there. I have no idea. I have no so idea. You're not interested in doing like voice work for the R-rated My Little Pony feature film? Uh, <laughs> My Little Pony. Dude, I will do voice work for anything. That'd be. I love doing voice work. I wonder if I could play. Can I be a pony? Yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> you're a brony. Yeah. So I wish you luck in getting all those jobs. Thank I you. Like all of them. I want all the jobs. All the jobs. Yes. Uh, are you just at this point utterly immune to the pressure of having to to seek these jobs out? No, not at all. You always okay. feel pressure. Okay. I, I I truly believe that unless you hit like. Brad Pitt status, you never feel secure in your job out here. And not because people are jackasses or anything. I mean, some people are, but not, not because of other people, but just because of the nature of the business. It's like you, you never know when they are going to be buying what you're selling out here. You could be so hot one second and then the next they're like, oh, never mind. We don't need someone your type because we have plenty of them now. So there's just no guarantee. I mean, thankfully, knock on wood, I've been doing this long enough and I have enough people out here who like me that I, you know, work enough, but there's never that moment of being like, okay, I'm good. My hat's off to you. (laughs) That's what I was going to ask, Allison. Is it more of like a who you know kind of thing? Um, in a way... It can be. I, I sort of hate that term because like people said that a lot to me right before I moved out here. They're like, you need to network and you need to meet a lot of people because then, you know, if they like you, they'll put you in projects. My dog is attacking her bed right now. Hey, quit it. Get over here. But it isn't really about like, I just the, the term networking just feels like kind of douchey in a way. Um, that being said, I have gotten jobs and I've worked with people and then become friendly with those people. And then those people look out for me when they do other jobs. So it's not like, because I went to a, you know, a premiere party and talked to the director after a film. It's like, no, I've already proved myself and got the job. People know I'm good to work with. They have worked with me and then they will continue to look for good people to work with. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds substantially less douchey than the yeah networking in the business sense, where it's people kind of dressed up handing out cards. Right, exactly. I mean, the the whole reason I ever do stuff on Nerdist is because you know I worked with Hardwick for four years at G Four, and we know we like working together, so he'll bring me in for stuff. That's cool. Yeah, That's cool. but it's not like I call up Hardwick and I'm like, hey, will you give me a job? <laughs> never, like you're never bored. No. Just- Every once in a blue moon, every time, every time he gets another job, I go, can I just have one of them? You have like 18 <laughs> shows on television. I'll just take one right now. How about that? <laughs> yeah. How much time does this, I mean, how much time is in his life besides work? It seems like he's doing 50 things. I have no idea how he does everything he does. I legitimately, I have no idea how he does everything I, he does. And on top of that, he's just gotten engaged to an amazing woman. Like I, I don't understand how he had time to have a personal life. On top of all the jobs he did. Yeah. I will say this. Ever since he started, like, ever since Nerdist blew up, I now actually have to schedule seeing him through his assistant. Whoa. I know. Not that I can't. I can obviously, and I still do. I obviously still talk to him directly and, like, you know, and contact him directly. But it's more just he doesn't know his own schedule. And she does. So the only way to actually get something on the books is to actually email her. 
<laughs> then, then you know it's on the books. I don't know. It's probably a good problem to have. Oh, it totally is. And every time he apologizes for it, and I'm like, no, Chris, it's awesome because I hope one day I'm that busy. You know? Yeah. Well, after participating in this momentous 200th episode, yeah. I'm sorry, you will be. Great. Perfect. <laughs> Rocket to the stars. <laughs> awesome. So keeping busy, anything else? Otherwise, you have to endure my update. Um, no, nothing I can really think of off the top of my head. Sorry, I had a boring week apparently. Better than mine. No, I was gonna say you had a birthday recently, right, Allison? Oh yeah, a couple weeks ago. It was my birthday. I spent this it in Sally. Vegas. I never need to do that again. <laughs> Me too, Aquarius. Yeah. When's your <laughs> you birthday? The eleventh. Yeah, mine's the sixth. You would not spend another birthday in Vegas, or you just got that off your list. Uh, I guess maybe I just got it off my list. I just don't need to do it again. I mean, if you had okay. told me 15 years ago I was going to spend a birthday in my 30s in Vegas, I'd be like, huh, yeah, right. <laughs> then I did it. And I was like, all right. Then again, 15 years ago, you've been like 30s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so far away. Awesome. Well, I guess I will give my update now, which has, well, yeah, once again, I've been really busy with work this week. But uh, I made time for the important things. I went to the local <laughs> Renaissance Festival Ooh. and yeah, I was transported back in time. And a lot of authentic food on offer, such as uh, arepas. arepas, which are a corn-based cheese-filled pocket of some sort. <laughs> uh, not entirely sure they're authentic. Uh, I didn't get one. I stood on principle and walked away. Yeah, you know, I don't really think Florida works for the Renfest. It was hot and sunny. And I wasn't, I didn't feel transported back. Plus, the, one of my favorite people there is the guy who has the falcons that fly around and so on. And he has kind of like a New York accent. <laughs> <laughs> kind of kills it. I don't really think that's how those people talk. Wait, so how do you want the weather to be if you don't want it to be hot and sunny? I feel like the, the Renaissance was took place during a cloudy period. <laughs> Just it was constant. So it should be in Seattle is what you're saying. Yeah, actually, yeah, Seattle has the most renaissance weather in my view. Do you view the renaissance as particularly sunny and bright? Well, I've only ever gone to the renaissance fair out here in Los Angeles, so yes, because it's only sunny and bright out here. <laughs> yeah, things trend that way here, and so you probably would have loved it, but it just it took me right out of the mood. That and the, the New York doctor guy, who was uh -huh. awesome, again, just, you know, a little bit bored or something. Throw something in there for me, please. Did you dress up? Well, maybe that's why you weren't transported. <laughs> yeah, really, it was all on me. Yeah. My girlfriend really did make an effort, and I just showed up in like a t-shirt and pants. Like, I am... I, <laughs> apart from that, oh, God, I don't know why I find this kind of thing entertaining. I um, wiped out a bunch of old hard drives and took them in for recycling. Oh. It's not interesting, but I enjoy, enjoy it thoroughly. I'm being environmentally conscious and like turning in these wiped drives to the recycling place. Brian, are you, are you coloring or something? You're not even paying, that's a, that's a big update. <laughs> so I can post this later. Oh God, oh. I'll write that down. That's uh, I really don't have a lot else, man. I'm like grasping at straws here. I look at my calculus book, what else do you want? Yeah. I feel like that's how I feel whenever I put on a pair of socks and it has a hole in it. I'm like, I get to throw these out. Yes. <laughs> We could replace. I don't have to hold on to these anymore. 
feels so refreshing. <laughs> There's, is there a worse feeling on earth than putting your toe through a sock though? Ugh. Especially when you're like out at night too and you know there's like no good way to take off your shoe and get your toe out of there. Just feel it and it's like trapped. Like Anyway, that's it, Brian. That is the extent of my week, sad to say. That and a bunch of work crap, which would not make for an interesting update at all. <laughs> and uh, with that said, I think we should probably, in the interest of time, Cam, do you want to go through news or we want to make the most use of our guest time, I think, so up to you. Yeah, let's let's skip the news. Um, it's all crap. Who cares? Screw the news. <laughs> yeah, screw the news. Who cares about current events? All right, Allison, you got one bit of news that you could think of from this week, or oh, um, <laughs> all I can think of is a story that we had on our podcast, my podcast this past week, was that um, cable boxes are now can be can now be made by a third party user. Oh, so really? yeah, basically, it was ruled that. The fact that every, you know, like AT&T verse or Time Warner or whatever, the fact that they make you buy their own cable box or rent it or whatever they're having you do um, is a monopoly. So now they're allowing third-party users to make cable boxes, which is always good for the consumer. That could be cool because your cable box could have a lot of features and so on. Yeah. Um, cable provider never probably even thought of. Or yeah, exactly. Or, you, or they can make cable boxes and like – you could get the app of your provider through the cable box. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you could take it with you if you move. That yeah. Providers. Oh, yeah. That's great for consumers, actually. Yeah. yeah. So this is what Xbox One had in mind all along. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. People poo-pooed Microsoft and their plan for the Xbox, but it turns out, right, they were trying to lead the way on this open set-top box technology. Yeah. Are you a cord cutter, Allison? I am not. No, I, I'm. I'm not yet. I've, I'm too much of like a traditionalist to really commit to it. But it, do you have a home phone line? It's okay. te technically, yes, but I don't have a phone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's through a. It was like cheaper to get a package with a phone line than it was. So I was like, fine, I'll pay less money and just not hook up a phone. Um, <laughs> I, I would imagine I could I could possibly be, become a cord cutter within the next two years. It's really just uh, it's it's reality type shows that haven't quite you know you can't unless you get them illegally. There's no real way to get reality shows. So, and not that I watch a whole ton of reality, but like every once in a while I want to watch Project Runway, and I don't want to watch Project Runway from three seasons ago. I want to watch you know tonight's Project Runway. I thought you. Were say Real Housewives. I've gotten really into those. Maybe. Oh, really? <laughs> I can't watch those. I can't watch those at all. I posted something that got some good response online that uh, if you want to become an instant Bernie Sanders supporter, watch the Real Housewives of blank and you'll see a bunch of people who just need to be deprived of everything they own. Ah. Socialism! Yeah! 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 <laughs> oh my god. We won't talk about politics. Thank God. <laughs> uh, one last thing. Do you think that somewhere there's an obstetrician who's pissed about cord cutter being appropriated? That was like previously his nickname. And now oh. He's <laughs> like, no, it's my job with the babies. Oh, it's called me the cord cutter. 400 cut. Yeah. When I was a, 
when I was on that show Battleground, that was Hulu's first yeah. scripted show. It was a big deal when we did press. We were not allowed to use the term cord cutting because Hulu, which some people don't realize, but Hulu's actually basically owned by Fox, NBC, ABC, and CW, I think. I forgot. There's four major networks that own Hulu. So we couldn't support cord cutting because the parent companies were the cords. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Some suit made that decision. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, we just, we could not, it, we really could not use the term cut and cord in the same sentence. <laughs> this guy's way too close to his mom. You should sever the relationship. Yes, there you go. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for the uh, news extravaganza. Yeah, so, there you go. And, uh, a very cool topic. A top, why didn't we think of that topic? That's cool. I don't know. <laughs> That said, let's get into tonight's topic, guys, unless you have any objections, uh, which is basically just peppering our guests with a bunch of what we hope are entertaining questions <laughs> about where she'd rather things be in the world by our 300th or 400th episode. So to give some idea, if we average about an episode a week, that's two years to four years out in the future. All right. Uh, so we'll maybe we'll preface each question or whatever, depending. So we all have a list, and we promise that we, none of us has any idea what the other person's going to ask. It's totally straight from the heart. And uh, Brian, you look marvelous with that hat, so I think you should probably ask the first question. Yes. Uh, all right. We actually touched on this kind of uh, a moment ago in, in the in the weekly. I am interested. Would you rather? Hollywood get carried away with Deadpool movies Ooh. or with Party of the Galaxy movies? I I, I froze for a second because I thought you said Marty and the Galaxy movies, and I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and then I realized what you said. Oh, which would I rather? Um, probably. Oh man, that's a tough question. If I. To me, the the being so aware of itself aspect of Deadpool was my favorite part of that movie. But I'm curious if that would get old after a while. While Guardians is a bit more straightforward of a film. So I think in the interest of potentially being overwhelmed, I would go Guardians. I'm on board with that. This is this is I guess just personal to you, Allison. Okay. Um, if you had the chance by our two hundred or by our three hundredth episode to either be in a Star Wars movie or the first ever Doctor Who live or uh, on screen movie. Oh which would you choose? Brutal <laughs> Oh why are you guys making me kill my babies? <laughs> oh gosh. Um. Uh, okay. Equal, like there would be an equal, you know. Yeah, picture. I I actually can answer this very well. I would be in the Doctor Who movie. One because I, I it would just I, I'm assuming be way more silly, <laughs> which I enjoy. Um, but two, I don't think I would want 
a Star Wars movie spoiled for me. You know, like I would, I would still want to be the fan going because I have so much legacy with Star Wars. While Doctor Who, it being the first movie of its kind, would be exciting. Well, knowing all the details doesn't help with Doctor Who anyway. So. Yeah, exactly, because they change everything all the time. All right, well, that was a very diplomatic answer. I'm going to yeah. test you a little further now. Oh, dear, okay. If you, could, if you had the choice, would you rather have a female doctor? So I'm testing sort of okay. your feminism here. Would you rather have a female doctor or you get to be the next companion? I get to be the next companion. Duh. Yes. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I know. Um, my, my dog is really antsy that I'm not paying attention to her. <laughs> um, I know. Skywalker. Um, yeah, no, I would absolutely be the next companion. That would be awesome. That would be so rad. And who knows? Maybe then I could be the next companion to the female doctor. That was a good one, Cam. And yeah. I have a perfect follow-on. I swear that he's totally around that independently. We did not coordinate at all. Okay. Presuming two years from now, let's say a new doctor will have been chosen. Right. And I think, would you rather that doctor be played by Whoopi Goldberg or somebody less appropriate? Whoopi Goldberg or what? Somebody less appropriate. Somebody less appropriate than Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> we, 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 it's like a running thing. Tom is campaigning so hard for Whoopi to be the next doctor. That would yeah. be and hilarious. I mean, I think I would have to choose Whoopi Goldberg if my option is someone less appropriate. <laughs> if I got to choose someone more appropriate, I don't know how I'd go. But if I was going to get further and further away from the mark, I would go with Whoopi. The only less appropriate person I can think of would be like, the situation. <laughs> oh my gosh. Guys, I was hoping you would read that as, you know, she's the perfect choice. Everybody else would be less appropriate. No. No. That breaks my heart a little bit. <laughs> Great. I'm going to go cry. Huh. Uh, Brian, you're on board for the Whoopi uh, doctor, so why don't you come up with another question? I, I do think she would be great. I really want to see them just go off that way for a season <laughs> just for shits. Okay, well, I guess, Allison, this would affect your, your livelihood, possibly. Oh, gosh. Okay. But do you want to see the geek bubble grow, or do you want to see that, like, kind of pop and come back to a normal? You mean all over the world, like, in general? The, 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 the general, generic, like, geek is in now. Right. Um, I think there's something unfair about wanting it to stop growing, you know, in, in a way, if, if, if we, if we, the geeks don't allow other people to become geeks, we're just as bad as the people who made us feel like we were outsiders growing up. So for me, more, more geek, the better. The thing I do hope stops is people thinking they know what it is to be a geek and trying to make content based on that when they don't have any actual passion or knowledge in it. I think because you're in the industry, you probably shouldn't ask for examples. You probably all have them in mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably smart. Thanks guys. <laughs> all right. Nice. Cam, it's back around to you, man. All right. Let's see. If you could choose to be best friends with either Chewbacca or Wicked, oh. who would you choose and why? <laughs> oh man. This is just as silly as Tom. I love this. Um, this is a great question. 
I think I think Chewbacca because we could like go on adventures together and fly in the Millennium Falcon and all that. Like put you on his shoulders like Yoda. Yeah, like Wicked, I would just turn into like my teddy bear, you know. <laughs> Poor Wicked always gets his short end of the stick. I know. Ewoks never get any respect, even when they're full grown, because they become bigger teddy bears. I know. I like the Ewoks. I like the Ewoks. I love the Ewoks, too. Do you know that they never say the word Ewok in Jedi? Really? Yeah. They're they're not actually called Ewoks until the credits. They're, like, labeled as Ewoks. I think the toy marketing guys are like, hey, what what are, what are these Yeah, called? what is this thing? Yeah. That's right. Leia just calls it, like, a furry little... Yeah. Wow. Uh, we should put that in a war game or something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Our very own Ganza trivia game coming soon. All right, I'm gonna once again piggyback off Cam. Okay. With another Star Wars related question. Now, given the Star Wars universe's uh, penchant or penchant, however you're supposed to say it, for bringing characters back from the dead, eyesight, Darth Maul coming back uh, with the spider legs in Clone Wars, eyesight, the ever-present awful specter of Boba Fett coming back. Would you rather have Han Solo come back in episode eight or nine with robotic spider legs or in robotic centaur form? Oh, I have to choose? Yes. Oh. It has to happen, so you get to choose spider well, or centaur. Centaur. <laughs> Obviously. Spiders suck. See him galloping in? Yeah. Yeah. Gallop- <laughs> That's much more Han Solo appropriate. God, I hope they don't do that. Take his son off on his back. Yeah. Side. No, I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if you heard this, but I guess Harrison Ford wasn't really keen on doing more than the one movie. That's just yeah, he wanted to, he wanted to be killed in Jedi, I think. Right, right, yeah. Right. I wonder why. It seems like he seems he's so good. Is he just over the franchise? You think? Or? Well, no, I do understand. Like, there's a point in if you get if you get the uh, the privilege to play a character for multiple iterations you don't you never want to see the you you never want the the storyline to dip you know what i mean and such an incredible character like han solo i'm sure harrison ford was like this guy's so awesome we need to kill him while he's awesome because i hate to like the more you he hangs around the more potential for him becoming less awesome (laughs) happens you know You know, we all have it. Like when our favorite TV shows start hanging around a little too long, you're like, damn, I wish it ended after episode or season five because now I don't care anymore. Right, yeah. Nobody wants Han Solo like killed in a speeder accident or something. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Okay, so he's doing that out of love. I would think so. I mean, that's obviously an assumption, but I could see that as an artist wanting, just wanting your creations to always be remembered fondly and not never go through the who oh, man, you know, the, re- the rejection phase. Okay. Like, like walking dead during the farmhouse phase when you're like, why aren't you doing anything? You know, <laughs> every time, every season when they they come to a new settlement or a farm. Oh, I get so upset. Don't stop. Just no. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, how are you doing on time? Allison? Do you have time? I'm good. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Brian, I know you're a huge Walking Dead fan and have strong opinions on the matter, but rather than ask you to weigh in, I'll let you ask your next question. Yeah. Uh, well, this one's simple. This one's AR or VR. Ooh. Um, hmm. You know, I have to go just from a 
purely philosophical standpoint, I guess I go AR because VR, while I think is really fascinating right now, I'm having a really hard time seeing how it can become a long form of entertainment. Does that make sense? Like VR to me is like, cool. If you're doing it for a couple minutes here and you play like a five minute game there, or maybe if you're like sitting on your couch and you're at a Paul McCartney concert, I think is one of the good examples, but I, I have a hard time figuring out how VR is going to work in this, in terms of like when you want to sit down and game for eight hours, you cannot game for eight hours in VR. Your eyeballs will hurt. You will probably break your bones because you've tripped over your coffee table a million times and you will break things in your house, you know? So I like that to me, it just isn't, I, I don't see how that's going to work yet. So you think yeah. the, the, the fact that you're strapping on the goggles to yeah. see this and you're, you're depriving yourself of the real world, that, that's just not compelling enough to keep people in their long term with all the side effects. Well, to me, it's more the side effects. It's not, I, I think that, I think the actual, what you are experiencing could be compelling but you can't ignore the fact that you're still in the real world. Okay. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It, it's not an escape from the real world. You still right. Okay, yeah. Like I had that big fear too. When, uh, what was it? Microsoft glass. Was that what it was called? Like when the, when the guy comes home from work and he puts on these glasses and then all of a sudden there's like a virtual calendar on his wall and he can have a virtual dog. And then there's like a virtual globe, uh, where he can see the weather and, and stuff like that. Like that to me is kind of cool, but at the same time, all I could think of was he walks home, he puts on his glasses and his poor wife is there being like, hi, I made you dinner. And he's off playing with a virtual dog, but you know, how was your day, honey? I don't know. I put some highlights up on the wall, put your goggles on and check them out. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Brian, what, what's that uh, technology called? You, you were interested in that. I think. The, the tele something. Oh God. The not a Luma room. It's the one where you project things into the environment. The HoloLens. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. Well, the good thing about those glasses, though, could be that if you came home and your spouse, you know, was like not very good looking, you know, project. (laughs) So maybe they could save a marriage? (laughs) I've been coming home to this schlub for 20 years. Yeah. Now it kind of looks like uh, Brad Pitt. Exactly. Nice. Uh, Cam? Okay, Allison, let's see. Uh, if you could share an on-screen kiss with any doctor, oh. who would it be? First, I was like, I literally was like, uh, you mean on Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say me. Next year. I was going to say house or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it would have to be uh, Tenet. Nice. Who's he? Okay. Ten. Ten, ten, yeah, ten, 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 
I was kind of annoyed. I, yeah. I, I was like when they, when I was watching that one episode and I was like, Oh my God, they're killing her. They are actually killing her. I was like, Whoa, I sobbed. I was like, and she, God bless her. She was, she killed it in those last few episodes. She was so fucking good. Like her acting, Jenna Coleman's acting. I was like, this girl is like going for it. And then they kill her and I'm like, oh my, yeah. Like talk about going out on a high note. Hells yeah. Like that was great. And then I gave them the episode where it was like her voice kept popping in or it was like the back of her, you know? And then I would have given them the, okay, we're going to like steal her from her time. Like, the last second before she dies or whatever. But for her to sort of now be in this, you know, state of reanimation, frozen reanimation or whatever it is, you know, I'm like, come on. What? And have a TARDIS herself. Yeah. 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 With, with what's her face too. I'm like, "Uh." you know what the problem is, is that this happened the same time they fake killed Glenn on the walking dead. (laughs) And everyone was talking about how Glenn wasn't really dead. And I was the one who was like, if Glenn is not actually fucking dead on that show, I am going to be so pissed because they, they did the whole like tragic, the music builds up and it's in slow motion and you see his face and he's getting his guts teared up. Like they did his death. It wasn't like, it was just a real quick, you saw him disappear under a pile of zombies. It was like, they, they did the emotional attachment to it as well. And everyone's like, he's not dead. He's not dead. I'm like, I'll be fucking pissed. And then it was like literally the same week. You find out Glenn's not dead and Clara gets a TARDIS. I'm like, what? Come on, shows. Have some balls. Just have some damn balls. Yeah, I feel the music, the music is a bridge too far. You can't play tragic. Yeah. Music. No, he's not really dead. Yeah. I, I don't think I would have, I don't think I would have been upset about the Clara thing at all if it hadn't just happened with the Glenn thing. I'm more upset at The Walking Dead for doing it than than Doctor Who. Yeah, no, no, I, this season's okay. Just just want to throw that out there. I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah. Although they sure did kill off a lot of characters real quick. Well, I'm pretty sure I should feel guilty about a kid dying, but, <laughs> but you know, at the, same, <laughs> at the same time, like he was kind of annoying. Oh God, I know. Tragedy that that child died. <laughs> could have had a better child. So. Yep. Yep. All right, uh, let's see. What have I got to throw at you? This is a good one. This is a really nerdy, unless you follow the show, you don't know our special fascination with Thanksgiving or the deity we worship on Thanksgiving. His name's Turklador. Turklador. <laughs> Amazing. Some other time. Okay, continue. But uh, Turklador has uh, visited me in a dream and inspired me to come up with this question. Would you rather by you know, two years from now, let's say, around our 300th episode... That uh, President Trump had uh, hardened two Thanksgiving turkeys or eaten them, or will it really make a difference? Oh, no. Uh, I would stop celebrating Thanksgiving if Trump becomes president. <laughs> um, would I rather? I know. I, honestly, if he's our president, I, like, I, I, I could care less what he does with the turkeys. <laughs> the poor could screw the turkeys. I know. We got we got other things to worry about. <laughs> We've got a reality TV star who's running our country. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what it comes down to. But what if he taps you for something? Like, what if he's like, I need good people, and he, he's, he's some 
awful set of circumstances he wants you there. I think I would legitimately move out of the country. If he wanted you to be his, like, liaison for whatever. No, I'd be like, I would find, like, the closest Canadian man and marry him so I could just go live in Canada. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know what kind of... Screw that. I'd go to Australia. I would go to the other side of the world. Yes, Australia. (laughs) So, speaking of Canadian men, what did you do for Valentine's Day? Uh, (laughs) Not really. Um, I had a... uh, One of my longest friends that... since I moved to LA. So I literally met him the day after I moved to Los Angeles. He and his girlfriend of like five years split up a couple months ago. So, you know, he was Valentine's day kind of sucks, you know? So he and I decided to go on a, like a hike, like a nice, like daytime hike. And we'll like have a big therapy session with each other and just feel better and blah, blah, blah. And then we finished the hike and he was like, you want to grab a beer? And I was like, yeah. And so then we just turned it into, we literally walked into the first place and we we're like, let's just bar hop down this whole street. And like six hours later, we made it to the other end of the street and we were wasted. And we <laughs> went, we went back to his place and played the witness. Have you guys played this on PlayStation? It's like a downloadable. I heard of it. I, I want to say play it, but only play it. If you really, 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 really love puzzles. Cause I really, really, really love puzzles. And even some of these puzzles, I was like, you've got to be kidding me because some of the puzzles are literally just guessing and checking. It's not even like figuring out what, you know, how to solve it. It's like, I, I just have to try this. And if it doesn't work, I'll try the next one. And if it doesn't work, I'll try this one. So we went and played that for a few hours and then we postmated Wendy's and then I went home. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my Valentine's Day. A cornerstone of all. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want some French fries and a frosty. <laughs> <laughs> on one hand, that's a really dirty way to spend Valentine's Day. On the other hand, same, yeah, same thing. That's a great okay. way. To spend it was awesome. Exactly. I, I find no flaws with you. No, I know it's great. It's funny. It's what John and I, because I've known John for so long. It's like you know, we grew up together. Basically, we met when we were in our very early twenties. And you know, when you're in your very early twenties, you don't have real jobs. We like both. I think I was a bartender and he worked at a restaurant. And so we're free during the days. And so those would be our days sometimes when we would just like spontaneously day drink and then play video games till God knows when at night. So, so here we are in our thirties when we should be like adults and being responsible. And we just completely regressed to what we used to do. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's my dream for retirement someday. Actually. Yeah. Didn't suck. Cam, you day drink and play video games all day, right? Uh, minus the drinking, but yeah, I do play video games all day. It's uh, not all that it's cracked up to be. Like, just stop. <laughs> just, it's everything that's cracked up to be. <laughs> I know it is. I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> all right. So we've all we've all uh, fired off three rounds of questions, and out of respect for our guest time, I don't really want to fire any more. But um, I don't know. How should we close things out? Is there anything? Can I fire one at you guys? Sure. Well, I was. I we didn't want to put you on the spot, but yeah, totally. Well, I thought of this. And th- this might this might seem a little heavy, but this is like I I don't have an answer. I'm just genuinely curious what other people think because there's so much talk about this kind of stuff in the news these days. But would it be in, in a in a couple years? Would you rather have total not total, but the idea of total safety or the idea of total privacy in terms of whether or not the government can have access to our personal records and stuff like that? I know, heavy one. Yeah. Because I, I, I'll explain. Like, I'm always under the mindset, like, 
the government wants to check my phone, go for it. I don't care. You know, like I'm not hiding anything, but then I watched the, um, you know, that documentary on Snowden and, uh, and what I I can't remember the actual specifics, but there in one of the interviews, this guy was like, yeah, the government wanted access to this database and we wouldn't give it to him. And it was like, the option was give them access to the database or shut down the business. And I was like, Oh, well, when you're putting it in those terms, then fuck off government. Like you shouldn't be able to close down our businesses, you know? So you're talking about the fifth estate, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say the problem is that I think our privacy has, was gone a long time ago. Yeah. You know? It's just, it's it's just now we're, we're realizing it. Yeah. And so if we could get real safety, then I guess that would be a consolation prize. Yeah. But the problem is, how can you have total safety without privacy? I guess it's just a spin on the question. This Apple case that came up recently, and we even discussed this a little last week, is pretty interesting to me because the government is able to check data that's transmitted. They're able to check anything you uploaded on Apple servers. They're able to do everything short of breaking the encryption on your personal device. I'm not sure I want them to be able to. Like, I think there's got to be some small space where you're utterly uh, private. I don't know. Right. I think... Yeah, Montana. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable to think that the government can acquire every bit of information about me even if I don't want to. And I understand sometimes that's going to mean bad guys can hide things. But the awful deed was done in that case. What are they going to get out of this guy's phone? And again, I don't know, have any idea about what the investigation entails. Yeah. Well, you, Brian, you're, you're quiet. You're quiet over there. That's uh, that's a hard decision. Given only those two options, I would probably go for absolute privacy. Hmm. Uh, not because I value my privacy or believe we have any privacy, but just I, I just kind of don't believe in this bubble boy safety net. Like the world's not. Safe. Right. Safe. What do you mean? Trump's gonna build a wall. We're gonna be safe. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> See, you gotta get out before they build the wall. Wait, you haven't heard the best part though, Alice. <laughs> He's gonna get Mexico to pay for it. Yeah. What? God. He's gonna go to Mexico and say we want we want to build a wall so your citizens can't come here to you know to work and you pay for it. And somehow they're gonna go for that. He's gonna make a deal. You don't understand. It's gonna be terrific. <laughs> Terrific. You're fired. Isn't that what his thing was? <laughs> You're fired. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. He's um, Illinois trained, though. I'll say this about Trump, too. You mention his name, and you get a reaction. People don't hold yeah. back. Nobody's ambivalent. Like, oh, well, they? they're either 100% on board, or they're just, like, horrified by it. Yeah. I mean, living in Los Angeles, I have not met a single human being who is not horrified by it. I'm a diehard Trump supporter myself. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> Gotta make America great again. And I, <laughs> so, I can't wait for the wall. I want the wall. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like a wall sounds like a cool feature from like a sci fi film or something, but I'm not really. Right! Wall. It's like a five year old's like like version or vision for America. I'm gonna, we're going to build a wall and no bad guys are going to come in and everyone's going to be happy and we're all going to have money. <laughs> <laughs> and bread to eat. Yeah. And, and China, they're not nice to us. So we're, I'm going to make them be nice to us. He says things that are like that simple. Like, we're going to yeah. make them trade with us in a more fair way. 
And how? Yeah, yeah, there's no details. And how? Uh, I'm going to hire the best people. Okay. Hire the apprentice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's going to make it a reality show. Who wants to be on Trump's cabinet? <laughs> Who wants to be a bureaucrat? <laughs> oh, God. Um, right. Any more, any more for us, Allison? No, that was – come on. That one was a pretty big one. It was. That was good. Do you think that we'll veer towards safety or privacy on your president, Trump's regime? Safety. In quotes. Yeah. Safety. Yeah. Yeah. In quotes. Yeah. It's going to be like V for Vendetta. Oh my gosh. Oh man, I've wanted one of those masks for a while. There you go. I'm not good with knives or fighting, so I don't. (laughs) Well, now you know what you need to start working on. Yeah, yeah, time to, time to, time to do some karate training. (laughs) Plus, that guy was really witty. He was delivering all these poems and had like all the right things to say as he killed people. You got all those books behind you. Yeah. (laughs) Killing prose is the one I'm going to start yeah, all right, cool. I've got a plan for the future. And uh, so by episode 300, I will be wearing a mask and taking down uh, henchmen of our evil leaders. Yes. I think we just got Allison's new pilot. There you go. Yes. <laughs> so you want to be a henchman. All right. <laughs> Anything else, guys, before we uh, let Allison go? Uh, you said you had, are you going to a dinner or you yes. make dinner? I assume oh, no, I'm going. Oh, I don't cook. <laughs> No. Oh, no. I'm going to go sit at a restaurant and order food and someone else is going to bring it to me. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would like to make the following. And okay. I'm going to have to do all that. Yep. Yep. Enjoy your dinner. Guys, anything else? We'll just, I guess we can go until our 300th episode when Allison will be oh. back. To see if we... You better be wearing masks. All three oh, of you. I'll be wearing masks. You're going to be pretty busy after the show. Um, I think you'll want to come back here and just kind of relax Yes, absolutely. I will totally come back for episode 300. We do need masks because we have clearly have faces for radio podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) I like that there was some, no, there's just. I didn't say no. I went, I just said it while I was laughing. (laughs) I mean, this is a sight I'll never get out of my head. (laughs) (laughs) I liked you guys better back when we were just on Skype. (laughs) No, it's much better looking at faces. I hope the audience thinks so. Yeah. Uh, but all right. Um, I think we've got you locked in by contract for episode 300. So we'll nice. All right. I'm in. <laughs> awesome. And uh, with that, I think I'm going to say our farewells to our audience. If you would not mind. Uh, audience, thank you for listening. We encourage you, as always, to check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Like us on Twitter. Follow us on like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Add us to your Google circles where we'll no doubt announce next week's event soon. Hey, slip on over to Whoa. our website, nerdstravaganza.com. Check out all of our video content on YouTube by uh, typing nerdstravaganza in the handy name search bar and send us an email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com and let us know how terrible my pun is. That was amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Allison. Appreciate you being on. Bye, guys. Congratulations again.
Skywalker saying bye. Bye, bye Skywalker. Bye. Oh, how do I get off Google Hangouts? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>